Well, hello, this is Jake with Radio Underland coming at you hot today on May 12th, 2022. Uh, you know, this is just the news show that gets you enough so that you don't show up like a complete idiot at cocktail hour tonight. Uh, although, if you repeat after me, you might be an idiot anyways. But we're just trying to hit the top news that's going on. And there, California has had some adjustments. Uh, what else is going on? Let me see. Uh, I know I'm doing a lot of us. Uh, the reason is, is I already started this show and then it failed and I had to restart again. And so it's just been a clusterfuck of a morning. Uh, let's see. we got some Hollywood actors that are uh, raping little kids. We've got Biden uh, blaming the right as being the boogeyman. As always, we have Andy Dick arrested. Now, this Andy Dick story, I found this video and we're going we're to play some clips of this video. Apparently, Andy Dick is living in a trailer uh, at some campground and he is uh, doing some reality live live streaming show. And the allegation, why he got arrested is because some guy passed out on his bed, woke up with lotion on his ass, and is claiming that Andy Dick assaulted him. I don't know. Uh, when I started looking through the videos, I found all this stuff going on. And it's like, well, this is a live stream. Like, it's like a some jackass, like like jackass type filming in the middle of the, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, what else do we do? We have the son that uh, drowned his mom and sunk a, a ship so he could inherit uh, the $7 million from the family. And apparently it looks like allegedly he killed his grandfather in the in the past so his mom and his aunts could collect on $26 million. Uh, anyways, he was arrested. Newsom is putting plans out there to uh, fund abortion. Uh, he's up in the ante on that. And there's a great story of a man that died. He died in his backyard while he was burying his wife that he murdered. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is complaining about Ford sending $40 billion to the Ukraine when mothers here can't buy formula. Um, and we're going to also talk about how mainstream media is kind of avoiding the fact of reporting these stories that pro-life establishments have been firebombed and Maltov, Maltov cocktails thrown at them, et cetera. And it's pretty much the media, mainstream media is mum on it. They're not saying anything, but that's going on. Uh, why would they, why would they do that? Um, we also have... Inflation. We have a Democrat saying that inflation is a, is, a, is a good justification for abortion. Uh, with food prices up, you can't afford to have babies, and that's why we need to have abortion uh, easily accessible like Tic Tacs. Um, then I also noticed some hypocrisy about uh, Republic, uh, Representative Val Dimmings in Florida, uh, who is all about getting everybody vaxxed and, and bitched about it and bitched about it. But then she posts today, no woman or man owes anyone an explanation about their personal medical decisions. Well, was it getting vaccinated a medical decision? I know she's talking about abortion, but it's just the irony of the left, uh, which always happens. Um, one other story that we're going to brief on is that um, Biden uh, is uh, he's, he's reinstating the uh, the 42 uh, title 42 for C Cuban and Nicaraguan uh, immigrants. Uh, so that's the ability. These these were implementations that were put in place by Trump. When Trump was called racist and all this other kind of stuff for denying people the ability to seek a, a diplomatic immunity at the border. And it was really frowned upon by the left. But now it looks as though Biden is reimplementing that, especially for immigrants from Cuba and Nicaragua. And what else are we going to cover? We are going to cover, oh, the disinformation queen, Nina Jankowicz. Um, she's got some interesting words. She's got some. Inter she believes that she should be ab able to edit your tweets. That's that's the kind of power that she's looking for. It's crazy, but these are the people that are putting it in, in, in charge. 
And we've got the CEO of a refining company saying that gas is going to hit an all-time over uh, Labor Day or Memorial Day weekend during the summer. He says that he expects to see it's a probability that there could be on the East Coast diesel rations because diesel supply is in such short demand. And then the last story we're going to hit on is um, regarding oil is Biden administration cancels uh, an Alaska oil gas lease. And these are the real reasons why our gas prices are so high. You can blame a little bit on Russia, the Ukraine, but it's Biden shutting down pipelines. It's Biden not renewing leases. It's uh, the, the end of fracking. It's the end of all these uh, resources that America had to produce oil. That's what's causing these high prices. And and the Biden administration just canceled another huge contract where they won't be uh, getting oil from American soil. So let's go back up to this first story uh, in the Los Angeles Times, uh, California. The U.S. Appeals Court overturns California ban on semi-automatic rifle sales to those under 21. So this is something new that was put in place where federally, federally in this country, uh, you can't buy a semi-automatic weapon unless you're 18 or over. But California took a step beyond that and they bumped that age restriction up to 21. Well, the courts, the appellate courts found that that was unconstitutional. You can't do that. You can't. Uh, You have the right to bear arms. Now, they can't go below 18 because it's a federal regulation, but they can say that 21 is not legal. So that's a big deal here in California. Uh, In a two to one decision, a panel of U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals found that the Second Amendment protects the rights of young adults to keep and bear arms which includes the right to purchase them. The ruling reverses a lower court's decision not to issue an injunction to block a 2019 state law that banned the sale of semi-automatic centerfire rifles to young adults, uh, which the appeals court called a legal error. America would not exist without the heroism of the young adults who fought and died in a revolutionary army, Judge Ryan D. Nelson, an appointee of President Trump, wrote for the appeals court. Today, we reaffirm that our Constitution still protects the right that enabled their sacrifice, the right of young adults to keep and bear arms. Uh, We've said it before. You know, if you can be 18 and go fight for this country in foreign lands, uh, why can't you buy a gun here at home? And there were exceptions for uh, 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 law enforcement officers and military. Uh, But for other 18-year-olds, you should have the same right. You know, buy a cigarette, buy a gun, and go, uh, you know, go, go light things up. So that's that's changed in uh, California. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people pissed about it. I fully accept, expect Governor Scumson uh, to come out and say something about it. Now, in the ongoing political battle uh, where the Democrats are feverishly struggling to get all these moderate middle of Americans back into the fold, um, the one thing you have to do, uh, politics 101, is you have to paint your opposition as the boogeyman. And Biden is doing a fine job of that. Uh, He went on to say that he predicts that if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, then same-sex marriage will be next, according to Mr. Biden. Uh, Now, of course, that's just him pulling stuff out of his ass like he always does. Uh, But that's what he's doing. He's playing politics. He's painting the right as a boogie. See, I talked about this the other day. This Roe v. Wade, the timing of this. Everybody was expecting the polls were showing that we are going to have this red wave on midterm elections and all these modern Americans that were fed up with things like not being able to put gas in their car, not being able to buy formula for their babies, inflation rates through the roof, home prices through the roof, all this stuff, all this stuff that is that the that the left 
the Democratic Party is responsible, it was going to push people, you know, all the stuff that's going on. You know what I mean? The, 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 the transgendered crap that's going on in school. There's a lot. There was a big swath of America, of middle Americans that were saying we've had enough and we're going to go and we're going to get some. Uh, we're going to vote the other way. We're going to vote for the other party and see how it works out over there. Well, there's nothing you can do to slow that down except put abortion on the main the main frame, the main eyesight of voters, because abortion is that topic that is a speed bump that when a, a, a person that leans left starts to veer to the right, all you got to do is just throw that abortion speed bump up there and then they go back and they go, man, as much as I hate Biden, as much as I hate Governor Newsom, as much as I hate of what's going on in this state, this country, et cetera, I stand for women's right to choose. And it's that issue. It, it happens with conservatives. It happens with Democrats. They put that issue out there and it's like, yeah, the Democratic Party is fucked up. We beat you like Ike Turner. We are totally corrupt. But do you want to keep your rights? Do you want to keep your woman's rights? Then you got to come this way. You got to come this way because if you go over there, it's going to get tossed out. OK, so that's the boogeyman type mentality that they want to paint of the right. And it's there. It's it's a last ditch effort to create a speed bump to slow some of these people from converting over to the right to see how things go over there on the conservative side of the aisle or 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 right of the center. So it's an all out attack. And Biden and the controllers that are handling Biden are very smart with this because now what are they doing? They're throwing out. Oh, yeah. Not only is it abortion that's going to come to an end, it's going to be gay marriage. It's going to be all this other kind of stuff, which nobody's even talking about that. You know, Roe v. Wade being overturned does not mean you can't get an abortion. Now, it might, you, it might mean you can't get an abortion in a couple states. I've heard rumors as high as or as low as seven, as high as 22 of states that would totally do a, a complete and total ban on abortion. But that's all hearsay. We don't know. So Biden is using this boogeyman technique to just totally get traction. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, it's going to work. It's going to work. This the, These speed bumps are big speed bumps. This is absolutely smart uh, political maneuvering by the Democratic Party to slow people down from defecting to the other side. And, um, you know, it wouldn't be surprised. We don't know where this leak came from. You know, everybody's first assumption is that it came from some uh, right wing, right winger intern or whatever that's working in the Supreme Court. And he let it out there. It wouldn't be surprised me that when they really track this down, that it came from the staff of one of the more leftist leaning Supreme Court judges. And this is totally intentional. It's a chess move. It's a chess move to keep people from defecting from the Democratic Party. That's 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 allegedly that is complete conspiracy. But I'll tell you what. If I was in the think tank over there on the on the left wing side of things and then then I was looking for something to do to stop the bleeding, I would do that because it, it's going to get their constituents refocused on what really matters to them. And yeah, so let's talk about Andy Dick. Andy Dick, uh, this is BuzzFeed News. Andy Dick was arrested on suspicion of sexually assaulting a man at a campground. A man recorded himself confronting the actor about alleged attack, then posted the video online. Uh, comedian Andy Dick was arrested Wednesday on suspicion of sexually assaulting a man at a Southern California campground, authorities said. The incident occurred at the O'Neill Regional Park in Orange County, where the alleged victim also confronted the comedian and actor about the attack inside a trailer, uh, recorded the encounter, and posted it to YouTube. Okay, there's a lot going on here. 
there's a lot going on here. And, and, and I found the video, I found the video and apparently what I can gather from this, uh, first off, this is the night before the attack. Okay. And I'm just going to let this play for a little bit because it's, 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 it's just what they're doing is they're live streaming their live stream. They've got some live stream network going on and there's a lot of jackassery going on and they're all just freaking high off their ass. So this is just a little bit of clip of what was going on the night before in Andy Dick's trashy trailer uh, in a van down there at O'Neill Park. Hey, my boy. Mm, my boy. That's why I love him so much. I didn't know that. How did you do? Shut the fuck up. Freaking weirdo. Fuck you. Now, as you can see here, I mean, Andy's slurring Dude, his words. are you okay with that? Blood boots. No, him <laughs> fucking like being like fucking like molesting you and shit. I mean, if you if you like it, it's not molestation. If you don't like, let me know. Shut the fuck up. You don't know our relationship. I fucking know. Fucking am. I never touched his dick or anything. All right, so you can tell that these these assholes are completely and utterly and utterly uh, just just bent off their rocker. But now it gets interesting. So this is apparently on a bunch of live stream that's going on, and uh, next the next morning, let me see if I can find this. Uh, oh yeah, let me start right here. So this is where the live stream is going on on the next morning. Uh, take a listen to this. It's okay if you want to do gay shit. Okay. Like lotion, I've never applied lotion to. I'm not, I'm not sure what to do about it. So this tweaker right here, and if you're watching on YouTube, I hope you're watching on what? YouTube, is this guy's uh, absolutely a tweaker. He wakes mm -hmm. up, he grabs a camera, and he says, he says that I have lotion That's in places true. where I've never put lotion before. And what he's talking about is he fell asleep in bed with Andy Dick, and he wakes yeah. up with lotion in his ass crack. Let's see if we can get him talking some more. What happened? What happened? Here we go. I think I got roofied and like raped or something. I think I got roofied or raped or something. No, I can't. I like don't know. Pop, what's you mean you don't know? I was just, I was just like in bed right now, and I smelled like certain parts of my body. In which bed? In the back room. In my room, right? No, but I was in uh, the other RV with Andy. And then I, in I, his like, bed. Yeah. Why? And then I, I, we, I, I have no idea. Like not even like in a weird way or like like in like in. Why did he get in bed with this guy? Uh, we we're the last thing I remember. We were like on the phone with his fiance or something. Yeah. And then, like, I wake up. I I come here and then I check myself and I'm like. Like I like smell parts of myself, and they smell like artificial smells. You know? Oh no! So I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm freaking out what to do. Oh no! Bend over back. Oh my goodness, JJ! I don't want to smell your asshole. Now he's coming out of the bathroom with a napkin that he put down his ass to tell his buddy to smell it because it smells like something artificial. Anyways, there's just a bunch of nonsense going on here. Let me fast forward the video to where they go to Andy's room and they start asking Andy about it. What was it? What is it? Coconut oil? Andy's on the bed. He is completely incoherent. 
He's basically passed out. Anyways, this live stream and all this nonsense is what got Andy arrested. They even got video when the cops showed up, all this kind of stuff. Anyways, I can't sit through this whole thing. It's seven minutes long. Uh, maybe I can put the link in the description. You can check it out. But this whole Andy Dick thing, well, uh, whatever. Uh, the guy didn't know if he was raped or not, but he woke up with lotion in his ass crack. I mean, I... Uh, yeah, if you're if you're in bed with some other dude and uh, you wake up with lotion in your ass crack, I would be pretty concerned myself. So uh, maybe the guy has something to go on. But the thing is, is this is this whole scenario. They're live streaming everything. They're live streaming everything. They're trying to get views. It's just a bunch of nonsense. Andy in his passed out state there. He says, no, the lotion I was I was jerking off. It, it, and he says, I didn't touch his dick. Whatever. It was enough that the cop showed up and Mr. Andy found himself arrested this morning. Now, your own flesh and blood, your son, your children, your family, uh, they would never betray you in such a way, or would they? Well, there's this story of this Vermont son, and they're claiming that he allegedly lured his mom on a fishing trip, killed her, sank the boat, and it was all in, a, in an attempt to gain $7 million inheritance. And now this motherfucker, he sunk the boat, and he also floated around on a life raft for eight days before he was recovered. Nathan Carmen, 28, was arrested on Tuesday on charges related to allegedly murdering his mother, 50-year-old Linda Carmen, in 2016. Uh, so whatever, he got arrested, and uh, they're pressing charges against him. But the interesting thing is, is also, uh, let me see, prosecutors here, right here, prosecutors also believe that prior to his mother's death, Nathan fatally shot his grandfather, John Chicalos, in 2013 and sought to defraud the estate of his grandfather. Its executor, the Chacos Family Dynasty Trust, and his trustees, according to the court documents. Uh, People Magazine previously reported back in 2016 that Nathan was allegedly the last person to see his grandfather. The pair had dinner on December 20th, 2013. Chacalos was found dead in his home the next morning with three gunshot wounds to the head and torso. However, Nathan was never charged in connection with Chacalos' death. And the reason why the grandfather was killed at the time, Chaklos, the grandfather left behind an estate worth more than $29 million to his four adult daughters, including Nathan's mother, according to the Associated Press. As, as now this kid, as, as his mom's sole heir, Nathan was in line to receive about $7 million if his mom kicked the bucket. So this kid right here, this Nathan kid, uh, it's looking allegedly, allegedly, uh, that he might be involved with the execution of his grandfather for $26 million to his aunts. And then he might've sunk his mom in a ship on a fishing trip. Uh, so he could, uh, confiscate, you know, $7 million of his inheritance. You gotta, man, your kid, it's, it's, I mean, his mom breastfed this guy, his own, how, how, how twisted you have to be to kill your own mother. Uh, to kill your own grandfather, to kill your family. But, you know, it just goes to show that there's uh, there's this disconnect in society and people are willing to do some crazy, crazy, crazy things. Anyways, Newsom is fighting all the um, anti-abortion rhetoric that's going on in the country right now. 
And he unveiled a new plan to increase funding for abortion access in California. Uh, That's how he's going to fight it. California Governor Gavin Newsom on Wednesday announced plans to add an additional $57 million to his proposed state budget in anticipation for the influx of -of out-of-state patients that might travel to the state to access abortion care. If the Supreme Court overturns its precedents protecting abortion access in the U.S., the number of women traveling from other states to California for abortions is expected to increase from 46,000 to 1.4 million, according to the Guttmacher Institute. California is one of the 16 states that have codified the right to having an abortion, protecting access even if Roe v. Wade is overturned. State lawmakers are also considering a bill to make abortion access a state constitutional right. Oh, man. Overall, Newsom's reproductive health package includes $125 million to further bolster California's health care infrastructure and expand access to services for patients, according to a press release from the governor's office. The governor's budget already allocated $68 million to support California's reproductive health care system, but Newsom is increasing the funding in response to a potential Supreme Court ruling rolling back abortion rights. Uh, $40 million of that is for grants for abortion providers to help with the cost of offering care for low-income individuals without health insurance. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get into the money business in California, abortion is the way to go. Uh, you know, open up an abortion stand. You get some state grants, maybe make some fetus beef jerky or something like that. Uh, but California is the place to be. Uh, if abortion is business, abortion is booming here in California. And our governor is stepping in to make sure that business is uninterrupted. Now, yeah, I'm scratching my head on that one. I really am. So a guy, a guy decides to kill his wife, right? And uh, (laughs) that's not funny. That's not funny, Jake. You can't laugh about a guy killing his wife. Well, this guy killed his wife. Uh, So so I I don't want to put myself in this guy's shoes at all. But this guy killed his wife. Uh, Obviously, he'd worked up to this. He was obviously frustrated. He thought he was going to kill his wife, get away with murder, and have the time of his life. Well. Uh, he ran into a, a, a problem here. Um, apparently, he wasn't trans fat phobic or whatever. Uh, he, he probably was in bad health. But anyways, the guy digs a hole to bury his wife and collapses dead with a heart attack right beside the grave where his, bo- where his wife's body laid wrapped in trash bags. Investigators in South Carolina have made a breakthrough in an unusual homicide. The case involving a man who they believe killed a woman woman in his backyard, then suffered a heart attack and died as he attempted to bury her. Local sheriff's deputies and paramedics say they were initially called to the house in Trenton, South Carolina, after receiving a report of an unresponsive man lying in his yard. When they arrived at the scene, they found the collapsed body of Joseph McKinnon, who is six years old, also nearby, the body of Patricia Ruth Dent, 65, wrapped in trash bags, lying in a freshly dug pit. While investigators believe McKinnon may have died of natural causes, they immediately suspected foul play and Dent's death. That scenario was confirmed this week by the coroner, whose autopsy report found that McKinnon had suffered a cardiac arrest and Dent had been strangled. The pair had been living together at the address in a rural area of Trenton, according to the sheriff. The sheriff says evidence gathered at the scene, along with statements from witnesses, aided investigators to build a timeline 
leading us to believe that Mr. McKinnon attacked Miss Dent while inside their home, uh, according to Sheriff Jody Rowland. Uh, Mr. McKinnon then bound her and wrapped her in trash bags before putting her in the previously dug pit. The statement said the pit was then partially filled in by Mr. McKinnon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, honey, what are you doing out there? Oh, nothing. Don't mind me. I'm just, I'm just digging this six foot long, four foot deep hole. I want to plant some tulips. I mean, yeah, if, if you're a chick, if you're anybody and you see your spouse, spouse digging a six foot, four feet deep hole, two feet wide, three feet wide, whatever it is, you see them out there with a shovel and they're not really the shoveling type and they start digging a hole, uh, run, run, just, just, just run, just run, just run. I know if I walk out this door right now and Missy's out there with a shovel digging a hole, guess what? I'm the fuck out of here. You know, there's your sign. There's your sign. Okay. What else do we have going on in the news? Um, oh yeah. Uh, Marjorie Taylor green. She's making a very interesting point here. You know, she's in the House Senate. She's Senator Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, anyways, this is what she had to say. And this is all about Biden sending $40 billion over to the Ukraine when uh, Americans right now are suffering something fierce. You know, one thing that Trump did that I did appreciate was putting Americans first. And there's never been a better time for Biden to balls up and start making some policies, putting policies into effect that protect Americans. Because $40 billion? We could probably use that here right now because it's a shit show. Anyways, here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hey, everyone. This is Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're back in session this week. And you know what Congress wants to do? They want to send nearly $40 billion to Ukraine while American mothers can't find baby formula and while our border is being completely invaded every single day and fentanyl is flooding across and killing Americans. But Congress thinks it's their job to fund 40 billion of your hard-earned tax dollars to Ukraine while farmers are suffering, mothers can't get baby formula, and our border is being completely invaded. I'm gonna be voting no to this bill, and I think the entire Congress should be voting no as well. All right, Marjorie Taylor Greene, there she is, the one that just got in a fight with Jimmy Kimmel a couple weeks ago and was making all the waves about that. But that's Marjorie Taylor Greene saying, I'm not standing for this, I'm voting no, but unfortunately, it passed. So uh, good luck on trying to stop it, but uh, she didn't do much. Um, have you been paying attention to the news, mainstream media? Have you have you heard anything about the firebombs that have been going on at pro-life uh, campuses around the country? Anyways, a radical pro-abortion group firebombed a pro-life organization this week, committing a terroristic attack aimed at imitating the Supreme Court out of overturning Roe v. Wade. Uh, but you probably wouldn't know that if you relied on the corrupt network morning and evening newscast. They allowed a scant 77 seconds on Sunday and Monday, dropping the story altogether by Tuesday morning. ABC, CBS, and NBC adopted a matter-of-fact tone to the firebombing and the dire threat. If abortions aren't safe then you aren't either. That was the graffiti that was inscribed on the side of the building. Uh, yeah, firebombing, firebombing pro, pro, pro-life facilities and graffiti, that should be headline news. But for whatever reason, uh, the news just doesn't really want to cover it. Between the three networks, they covered it for 77 seconds and just kind of just let it go. That's, that's be- why. Why are they going to let it go? They're going to let it go because it paints these leftist extremists, not everybody on the left's an extreme. We know that. But these leftist extremists, just like there's right wing extremists, are up to some uh, a bad shit and firebombing property. That's pretty bad. It's got to come to an end. But that's what's going on. But nobody wants to talk about it.
Mm, 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 mm. Anyways, uh, Democrat uh, Katie Porter, Representative Katie Porter, uh, she's a Democrat from California. Uh, she's standing up. She was on MSNBC. And she basically said that we're seeing this jump in expenses uh, because of inflation, because of the policies that are in place in our country, because of the war in Ukraine. Um, and, and she says that this justifies very lax abortion rules because we can't afford our families now. And so you might as well uh, 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 do a, a freeway of Tic Tac Plan B pills uh, to eliminate uh, kids being born into this. But she says we can't afford it. So this is how the left uh, really, you know, kind of just um, this is their solution. Here we go. This is Katie Porter. Uh, President Biden has said that inflation is the number one priority for the Biden White House to try to get under control right now. Uh, as you're out there in California talking to constituents uh, during this re-election year for Congress, uh, how, how does inflation compare to this newly uh, important in the sense of the Supreme Court decision pending uh, abortion issue? How do those two issues compare? Well, I don't think they compare. I think they actually reinforce each other. So the fact hand that in hand. things like inflation can happen and it can become more expensive to feed your kids and to fuel your car um, is exactly why people need to be able to be in charge of how many mouths they're going to have to feed. So I think the fact that we're seeing this jump in expenses, um, that we're seeing people having to pay more in the grocery store, pay more at the pump, pay more for housing, is a reason that people are saying, I need to be able to make my own decisions about when and if to start a family. So I don't think we're going to see them. I don't think it's like about comparing them or contrasting them. I think they reinforce for people just how big of a responsibility it is to take care of a family. Uh, President, uh, There you go. There you go. It goes hand in hand with these high inflation. Uh, you need to be able to, uh, you know, uh, abort your babies, according to Katie Port, uh, Porter, which... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's the logic we deal with. Uh, yeah. Representative Val Demings, uh, because everybody's tweeting about abortion right now. And, and, and one thing that I found that was kind of infuriating is that this Florida Democrat decided to tweet that no woman or man owes anyone an explanation about their personal medical decisions. And the only thing I could do is like. I read that and I'm like, yeah, but you were the, also the one in Florida that was fighting to have everybody vaxxed. So how come, well, how can you be so hypocritical in your thought? And we get this a lot from the, from the leftist extremists that it, they're, they're so hypocritical. And that's a very hypocritical critical statement because what it should have said during COVID was that no woman or man owes anyone an explanation about their personal medical decisions. That should have been a fact for then too, you know? No woman or man owes anyone an explanation of why or why not regarding vaccinations. But that wasn't her thought. Now, this is her opinion on abortion. But I just see the two-sidedness of it. The, hip the hypocrisy is a little ridiculous. Um, let me see. Okay. So when Trump was in office and COVID hit, uh, they, they implemented Title 42, which basically... Immigrants at the border, they were denied uh, the right to seek political asylum, um, and, and it just gave it gave the Border Patrol agents a, a, a high-speed access 
to just deny people at the border, even if they're seeking political asylum asylum. And, and it, and it gave, it gave the, the border patrol agents a tool to, to slow down uh, the amount of immigrants coming over from Mexico or anywhere for that matter. And it, this, this policy was just slammed by the left. You know, it's racist. It's all this other kind of stuff. It's all blah, 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 blah. Uh, because Trump did it. It is extremely bad. Well, uh, USA Today is reporting that Biden and his admin, his administration, quietly with no fanfare, with no attention from the mainstream media, has re-implemented Title 42 and specifically based for Cuban and Nicaraguan migrants. Uh, so Trump was a racist when he's doing it. Uncle Sniffy here, he's just uh, doing what he has to do, apparently. Now, I think Title 42 should be in place right now. We, immigration's out of control at the border. But at the same time, uh, nobody's calling Biden a racist for doing it, but he is doing it. And he's specifically targeting, targeting Cubans and Nicaraguans. Okay. All right. All right. Nina Jankowicz, uh, my favorite uh, show tune singing uh, dictator of free speech. Here's her picture where she looks like the wild witch of the West. Um, and, and she's even got the ward on her nose. Let's, can we get that a little bigger? I don't know. Uh, but Biden's administration's, uh, she's the minister of disinformation. Nina Jankowicz has declared that she deserves the ability to edit other people's tweets. Uh, no, no, you can't. You can't say that she's not in charge of speech in the country. And she's saying that she needs to edit people's tweets. Well, we found an old zoom call with her and uh, let me see if I can get this a little blown up so you can hear it out of her own words. There she is. If you're watching on YouTube, she's on the top, right? Uh, but here's Nina, Nina, the dictator of dictation, uh, talking about what she believes she should be allowed to do. Here we go. Um, and I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't talking about Twitter. Know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can um, essentially start to edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is. So they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so just as an easy example, not from any political standpoint, if President Trump were still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud, someone could add context from one of the 60 lawsuits uh, that went through the court or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps your own secretary of state uh, <laughs> and, and his news conferences, something like that, adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet. There you go. There you go. She wants to be able to get in there and edit your tweets. And she she has no problem with that whatsoever. She thinks she's totally entitled to it. She believes that she is the expert on everything. And if if, if your tweet needs a little correction, she's the person to do it. And um, this is the person that's put in charge of the disinformation underneath the uh, Homeland Security Department. Man. Shaking in your boots, man. These are these are the kind of extremeness extremisms that are coming your way. Editing your tweets, just hard to believe, but it is. All right. So the CEO now, if somebody's going to know what's going on in the in the in the gas industry, the oil industry, it's going to be a billionaire CEO. And a billionaire CEO was speaking out about what's going on, and this is what he had to say. So basically, he's the CEO of United Refining Company, John Castamatidis 
said Wednesday that he believes that the East Coast may experience diesel rationing, gas rations, as shortages in the summer. And this is according to Bloomberg. This isn't some fly-by-night, you know, news organization. The direct quote is, I wouldn't be surprised to see diesel being rationed on the East Coast this summer, said Casta Matitis. Matitis. Hey, that's a complicated last name. Anyways, uh, he said this during a phone interview, with, um, and he also said, right now, inventories are low, and we may see shortages in coming months. Casta Matitis claimed that there won't be a shortage of regular gasoline, but prices would soar to record highs. According to him, the direct quote is drivers will pay the highest gasoline prices ever paid for Memorial Day, according to him. Uh, national inventory levels are reportedly at a 17-year low after President Joe Biden's ban on Russian oil imports in March. Fuel stockpiles on the East Coast, however, have reached their lowest in 32 years, according to the outlet. The East Coast has been experienced issues with fuel supply as far back as 2019, following an explosion at Philadelphia Energy Solutions, which permanently closed the refinery. The hacking organization known as Darkside was accused of using a ransom attack against Colonial Pipeline in 2021, which supplied 45% of the oil used by the East Coast. East Coast fuel prices for regular gasoline surged to an average of $4.23, which is $1.37 higher than last year, according to a Monday update by the United States Energy Information Administration. Diesel fuel prices have reached a record of $5.90 on the East Coast, which is $2.74 increase from last year. So this guy, if he knows what he's talking about, he's warning of looming East Coast diesel rationing. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's super cool. As my camera shut off on uh, YouTube. Uh, anyways, the last story that I'm going to hit is that, uh, the Biden administration and this, okay. Yeah. This last story, I got sidetracked there for a little bit because the camera shut down in the studio and I wanted to fire it back up for YouTube. Anyways, the Biden administration, uh, you know, everybody wants to blame these high prices on the Ukraine, you know, and, and all this other kind of stuff going on, but it's, it's really the policies of the Biden administration stopping the pipeline, stopping fracking, stop uh, issuing permits for, for drilling for oil, all that kind of stuff that people before Ukraine was ever on the map, as far as an issue regarding our oil supply, before that, people were claiming that prices were going to be ridiculous. And it's moves like this. This is another move that came in, and it's the Biden administration cancels Alaska oil and gas lease sale. The Biden administration has canceled one of the most high-profile oil and gas lease opportunities pending before the Interior Department. The decision, which halts the potential to drill for oil in over 1 million acres in the Cook Inlet in Alaska, comes at a challenging political moment when gas prices are hitting painful new highs. In a statement shared first with CBS News, the Department of the Interior cited lack of industry interest in leasing in the area, for the decision not to move forward with the Cook Inlet lease sale. The department also halted two leases under consideration for the Gulf of Mexico region because of conflicting court rulings that impacted work on these proposed lease sites. Federal law requires the Department of the Interior to stick to a five-year leasing plan for auctioning offshore leases. The administration had until the end of the current five-year plan, and it's set to expire next month to complete these lease sales. So there's a bottleneck there. Um, they're claiming that there wasn't enough interest, but whatever, they're shutting down these sites 
and not granting new sites and putting a temporary you know, hold by the Biden administration as far as any uh, leasing that they're doing. It's just a cluster, man. It's just a cluster. It's not going to get any best. So you see articles like this, and then you go back to that billionaire statements of he sees gas rationing of diesel coming on the East Coast, and he believes by Memorial Day we're going to be paying the highest prices we've ever paid for gasoline. So that gives you something to look forward. Anyways, this is Jake with Radio Under Interland News, and I'm going to call it a day. My camera just went out again because it's overheating, and I will talk to you guys next time. Be safe. Give us a comment. That's the best thing you can do. Later.